0: Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host Javier Proenza, and today my guest is Matthew a. Paul. And uh, you are in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is not the same as Lancaster, Philadelphia, because <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I just I I don't know where. So is that up north? It's not like a suburb of Philadelphia.
1: No, no, it's um actually, I'm not too far from the Maryland border. So like Pittsburgh's oh. way over way over to the left, right by Ohio, then. Philly is over to the right by New Jersey. And then if you go down from Philly and like the Southeast corner, you have Lancaster and Harrisburg and like these kind of these little tiny cities that uh, you can hop a train and still get to Philadelphia, but are not Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. Yeah.
0: And they're like, so I'm sorry. Did I hear you right? You said that you're closer to the Maryland border.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty close to the Maryland border. Like if I need to go to Baltimore, it'll probably take maybe an hour and 15 minutes. Something like that. Wow. Um, okay. I used so to live in. More. Yeah. Yeah. No. I and we. It's funny. I went to uh my the school that I graduated with um for my undergrad was like right on the Maryland line, and we were in we were in Baltimore, sometimes twice a weekend, every once in a while three times a weekend, just. It's like.
0: Yeah. Did you get along with uh, the the kids from Micah?
1: um you know what's funny is like at the time we were we were down there for like hardcore punk shows
0: mm-hmm. so, so you like, weren't like art h- h- interacting yeah everyone's
1: <laughs> i mean some of the micah kids would like show up um but um like yeah we, we just we weren't really or we'd go over to like red emma's because that was that like progressive um like coffee and bookshop by micah but wow. um but now we wouldn't we wouldn't see a whole lot of them. We were either at the auto bar, the sidebar or like um, like Charm City Art Space, which was basically a basement, you know, yeah. with well, I
0: don't I don't mean to front now, now it sounds like you've been to Baltimore than I have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what part of maryland are you from
0: well I, I used to live in bethesda so that's like poser maryland okay. that's like you know that's not baltimore that they didn't make the wire about bethesda they made uh you know whatever the kevin spacey show was you know yes. Yes. <laughs> oh for sure uh, and, and yeah
1: baltimore dude baltimore remains a hotbed for like music art yeah, like I, it's crazy amounts of good things come out of baltimore so yeah,
0: I'm yeah. trying to remember how long of a drive it was from DC, but you don't have to answer that. Uh, but uh it is it 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 is it was it is cool. Like I used to go I went there for the, like a craft thing at their main um at their main what's it called? like I I'm such a poster. I was even a Baltimore Orioles fan because of Cal Ripken, you know? And because after, after the, uh, the Marlins, uh, sold off their team after they won in 96, all of the players went everywhere. And I went to Maryland and like two, like, I, f- I think it was uh Sheffield and Jeff Conine ended up yeah. in the, <laughs> Oh, okay. So, all right. All right. We're brothers, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's, it's funny, like how you're like, okay, so that's our common ground. That's what makes us brothers. Like, One of the things that maybe I want to talk about is like um I've lived in like 12 or 13 different places. Oh Oh. from all over the place. And it's I wasn't like in a military family or anything just because of happenstance, my parents looking for work. And like I really don't have any like um like place that I consider like home, you know, like I really don't even even like I, I grew up in New Jersey, but I, um, I lived in one county and I went to a school like two counties away. that was like an hour from where I lived. So like I had my weekend friends and then I had my my week friends at school. And as soon as high school ended, I then went one place in Pennsylvania and then ended up in New York. And then I did like it just I kind of like lived all over and I have like no. How do you say this? Like, um, like I have no Sports place to doing? be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like I really i really don't yeah. like like you know um
0: i can I relate to now. that it's yeah. it's weird dude I live so can you list I, the, the list list the places so like where where, where did you yeah. live you said 12 so I was, right
1: i was born in south dakota okay. um and uh a really small town like actually it's not even a town it's a territory it had like 40 people when i was born um and it's but like it
0: was, not like not like guam territory right
1: no 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 like, <laughs> okay. like um but but like, it it's, was, just, it's
0: just unincorporated. Is what what is it? What is a territory? Like I mean, that might be like a a, a local vernacular for like you know like how parishes. So what's yeah. a territory?
1: So um basically like it's it's a place between say two two towns or places right. that are established and it was called Harrison South Dakota and um it was very close to um oh shoot where's Mitchell where it's where the corn palace is
0: right Uh, you said that like people were gonna know (laughs) it was adorable i don't mean that with any shit it's like mitchell (laughs) the first thing i thought about was like guitar centers not like uh in-house guitar brand (laughs) yeah i mean and then then the second thing is yeah the second thing is uh what's it called um the uh mystery science theater 3000 all right so how so so okay so then how many how many cities have we have we listed so far
1: so, so far, just, just, just Harrison, or, Harrison. Or we'll, we'll say Mitchell, then um my parents moved, like, basically, we, they were out there for a job for my dad, and they were making very, very little money, I was born out there in my, like, again, town of 40 people, my mom, it was like driving her nuts, she's like, I can't live here, like, we, we, we don't have money, I have no community, I have nothing, I'm basically spending my time in the cold, in the mud with this toddler, and yeah. I can't do So they moved back to South Dakota, which is where like my, my extended family is all from Michigan. Um, they moved back to South, or I'm sorry, not South Dakota. I'm sorry. Um, Grand Rapids. Holy cow. They moved back to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Because Harris is
0: in South Dakota. Um, the the first
1: time Harrison's in South Dakota. Harrison. Okay. Sorry. Harrison. Yep. Then Grand Rapids, Michigan. And then from there, like, um, through um basically the crc church which is what they were a part of at the time um, okay
0: sorry you're gonna have to say what crc stands for because right now yeah. it could go any way <laughs> fair
1: fair I'll, I'll try to be a little more um the script so the crc church is the christian reform church which is um uh very much um like it was a like kind of a uh i believe it's um like colonial dutch like it was okay. brought about by like basically like colonial Dutch. Is it ostent-
0: ostentatious, like uh, Catholics or is it Protestant in origin? Protestant, Protestant.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if we if we're gonna there like. There are divide- so many
0: different Protestant oh. sects, dude. I've just I I just found out that non-denominational is a denomination. yeah yeah like as a catholic i come out here you guys think i'm crazy i'm like okay which one are you (laughs) oh i've never heard of that one before all right so then we've got dakota south dakota and then we're in grand rapids michigan which is uh how big is grand rapids is that like oh like and 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 once and as we go through the map maybe discuss when you start getting interested in art okay okay so let's keep going so we got two
1: Yep. We're so Grand Rapids, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan is a, um, a, a small city. Um, Mm. but, um, when Detroit started to like take a landslide, which I know they're on the up and up now, but when like, basically when car manufacturing kind of like shit the bed and motor city became a thing of the past, pretty much, um, Uh, they were around
0: 2008,
1: 2007. Yep. Yep. They were very much considering moving, um, Detroit sports teams to Grand Rapids.
0: so like so they could have attendance yeah yeah
1: so like it's big enough for that to be a thing so like when i i when i i'm trying to think of um a small city that i could like um relate it to like like
0: chicago-ish maybe
1: no 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 chicago's way huge like okay. Um, okay. It's, it's not in, yeah <laughs> i yeah, keep yeah. forgetting
0: that i live in a mega city like that's literally what los angeles is it's like yeah. a city that has downtown sprouting
1: <laughs> well my time in los angeles we can talk about that too but like i remember like getting on a bus in san pedro oh it and did. It, t- it taken like four and hours yeah to get to like Pomona or like or like oh what what whatever is wow. up.
0: Pomona's yeah that's I mean yeah San Pe- San Pedro to to Pomona's pretty rough like that's that's gonna take you like at least 40 minutes in a car so of course it's gonna be I used to drive to to somewhere that was 25 minutes it would t- or I used to take the bus to Montebello which is like 25 minutes away and I it would take forever. All right, so let's let's list them real quick and then oh, we can hit okay. the highlights. Go back, because okay. the reason I want to know is because you're the first person that has more cities to list than I do and I used to get annoyed, so I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. fair. Okay, like so... I used to have just, I would go through the routine and then I'll tell you mine. The other thing that I want to say is that uh, I can relate to your mom wanting to leave or through my mom's version or I empathize or whatever. I have a similar story. My mom watched my sister... Like we were in Costa Rica and she like looked at something and she was like, I don't even know what context it was, but it was like some busted ass neighborhood in Costa Rica. Not all of them are busted. We lived in a pretty nice area, but, and she goes, oh, que lindo, which means like, oh, how pretty. And my mom was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then we just happened, I don't know if it was like manifestation, but my dad, the only jobs that he could get were in a, I forget what, what Latin American country that ended up like going down to a coup and then we ended up in Italy. So so and working for the UN and the benefits of that are still paying off in my life. So so nice. yeah, but I can totally I like I totally I can't imagine like being a parent and just being like, God damn, this is a this is not, you know, like no, 40 people fun. is a very small amount of people.
1: And, and like, I was two when we left and recently I went back like a few years ago, I went back to visit and like, it's one street and it's a one street in the middle of nowhere. And like, it was just kind of like, yeah, like no wonder, like my mother was miserable. So yeah, so so we got, uh, Mitchell.
0: I mean, it is for some people, but yeah, I totally get it. If you have like ambitions that I felt Miami was too small for me though. So (laughs) damn. You know, yeah. like, I mean, Miami's a shithole. It's a very, very small place, unless you want to just go do coke and party. Like, okay. I think... I'll i think, remember that. i remember don't that. Don't quote me either. on this, but I would feel like a Miami fentanyl would be redundant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I still feel... I don't know if this is true. Don't quote me on that. Definitely get your test strips and do all of that shit if you're going to go party in Miami. But I still feel like in Miami, I'm like... People aren't going to go for that shit, you know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's wild, <laughs> yeah, anyway, oh, yeah. again, um, don't do drugs, but be safe if you're going to and do test strips, but, uh, yeah, it hurts a lot of people. So also just don't do drugs drugs. I mean, I, I like, if you look at my friend counts, <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> I mean, there. I'm laughing nervously. It's not funny, but all right. Okay. So then well, let's go like, We got 10 more real quick, 10, five. Okay.
1: So, all right. So you got, um, so Mitchell, South Dakota, Grand Rapids, Michigan, then through the CRC church, my father got a high school teaching job for a private school in Northern New Jersey in a town called North Haledon. Okay. So North Halden is um a pretty like, if you think of New Jersey and you think of like eyesore strip malls and like diners and like kind of like things that like make your brain want to bleed, like, yeah. yes. Like well, I
0: mean, they of... all sound like they're in the same small town realm and I'm good. And I'm working my way to ask you questions about if any of these towns have cryptids, but like, let's just do a quick, quick list, you know, cause it's 10. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, <laughs> More... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so... So you got um North Halden, New Jersey, um, lived in an apartment there for a while. They bought a house an hour north in Sussex County, New Jersey, in a town called Hamburg. So now we're up to four. Okay. Okay. Um, lived in that house and commuted down to the other county to go to school, which was in the same school system that my dad taught. Okay. After I graduated high school, I first attended college at Geneva College, which is right outside Pittsburgh in a little town called beaver falls which is like a 30 minute drive into pittsburgh okay that's five um tried um man tried four different majors and i remember on a different episode you you mentioned dyslexia i am also oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: i i'm talking to an artist that it did Uh, that is like uh is a, a dyslexia educator and like i was like And she, and she wanted to talk about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm happy to talk about this.
1: (laughs) Like I can relate to this. This is great. Yeah.
0: yeah, No, this is, Um, that episode is probably coming out in the next couple of weeks, but yeah. Okay. So then, so you're dyslexic as well. And then that's around. So when, when, how old are you after high school? So I'm guessing that we're getting into like the four majors. What were they? We're like just listing shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're just listing shit. No, that's Okay. It was um. So I start. So this is actually. I was very interested in art. So we can start talking about this now. I was very interested in art in high school, but not for any of their faults. But I was fairly dissuaded from from following art or from trying to make it into a career. And it's not in like my 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 um my parents, my extended family, and they were all very much just trying. We had no artists in the family and Mm -hmm. everybody was in some kind of business or teaching or, 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 um, or law. And like, everybody was basically just kind of like, no, don't, don't do art. And it's because they did not want to see me suffer essentially. Like they, they wanted to see, and, and all the ways that they knew about how to be financially sound had nothing to do with art. So like, and, and what do you do? Like my family, my, I have a very loving family and like, I trusted them and they weren't they didn't know any better. So they weren't like, you know, trying to steer me wrong. And so I went into college and my first major was business. And I will tell you that like this, this is, again, this is when I'm, I'm starting to like really heavily, like be into, you know, hardcore punk, punk rock, things like this. And like the philosophies aren't jiving.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. no, for sure. Right. For sure and and also like I, i'm playing civilization 6 and like the moral things that you like it's worse than it's worse than gta it's like uh, uh luckily they don't they don't uh R-ing is not but pillaging is in the in the game and like i feel like the Ring is implied you know yeah yeah so it's, it's, so, yeah, it's like so it's, it business was, is like business especially like once you get into like the mercantile part, they, they make it seem like it's okay, but like, maybe it's just by comparison, but yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, so then business. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I went through that too. I was in Miami. Like, that's one of the things that sucked about Miami growing up. There's like, everyone was an entrepreneur. It was all like, um, import, export businesses. Right. And like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what are you yeah. import, exporting? But like, that's like, like, that's what having conversations with people like over there was like, it was like, Hey, what do you do? I'm an import export. Okay. Fascinating. What do you <laughs> import? I do this. It's like, it's, it's even just dating someone that's into that kind of shit is like oh. really like eyes glaze over. <laughs> yeah. So then yeah, when, yeah. so, so was it like, did you go more practical or less practical from business?
1: Well, it was just like, I knew I was a creative person. Like, like Mm. I, I like, you know, all of those things. I did a lot of art in high school. So it was like, they had no art major at this school. Mm. And I was, I was starting to get into philosophy a little bit. Again, this, this is the fault of like hardcore punk rock. Like those are the places where I was first like exposed to like left anything,
0: you know? How old are you? uh, I'm 40 now. You're 40 okay so we're around the same age you just look young so and it's hard to tell through zoom but yeah. uh yeah yeah so so we're about the same age i would say like i would caution you because there are nazi punks and yeah. <laughs> so it's not always punk is not always leftist yeah and yeah that, no no and, and that but is a, sure. that is a thing that the liberals love to say but it's not true
1: <laughs> no no for for sure like it's um and, like, and
0: liberal distinctive distinct from leftist like, yeah, oh, no. yeah well, like,
1: absolutely yeah, like yeah. um absolutely i've i've i haven't listened to like a ton ton of episodes but i've listened to like enough to seven, know
0: that i'm allowed seven to-
1: episodes <laughs> to know that like we're in that conversation no like completely it's well, um, i mean like, i
0: interview working class artists so it's yeah. like it's hard not to like but that's like old school yeah. lefty that's not like culture war lefty which yeah. like i mean i've always just been like okay gay people are cool like you know why yeah. do we have to fight about it
1: <laughs> for sure no, no no for for sure i mean um, i
0: know i understand why gay people feel like they need to stand up yeah stuff. i'm not like diminishing that but like that's just not my realm you know
1: <laughs> no like like the marginalized folks are like hell yeah we need to fight and i'm like i understand yeah. you need to fight yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. and you can come on my show and talk about it <laughs> yeah i don't know but for, uh for sure. All right, so then, so then, let's skip ahead to like when you finally like what clicked for you about art. What do you are you what do you make? Are you a painter?
1: So I I am I am a like let's just say um painter collage um the, the things that I make function mostly as paintings and collages um okay. but like I'm also like pretty into augmented reality not as something to go ooh ah about or not as like a spectacle but more of like the ability to kind of integrate things that are augmented with things that are like physical object in reality right Mm. and i'm also super interested in how augmented reality kind of breeds this new life into um um collaboration and and i'll and i'll kind of explain that real quick how i mean that so like for my um for my senior thesis uh, so i i went to graduate school at syracuse university and um for my thesis, one of the things that I did is I was talking about how we can use um, augmented reality to basically like hide messages and be subversive and all of these things. And uh, one of the things that I and another professor did together is like a lot of um, a lot of aug- augmented reality is um, is target based, and what that means is like the lens is your phone which is um, like, that's what Snapchat filters are. That's what Instagram filters are. Okay, that's all augmented reality. Yeah, yeah. And the way that those filters pop up is they recognize something, right? So like you point your phone at something that um, the filter recognizes and then like something a face. jumps Right. Yeah. Like something jumps up, like it might be, yeah, it might be your face and all of a sudden you have dog ears. Right. Yeah, so like,
0: or like a spider shows up. I, I saw that one recently. Right. That like right. People freaking and, each other out with that.
1: Yeah. You got it. And like those, those are like, they're very general targets. Meaning like as soon as the phone recognizes like two eyes, mouth, nose, boom, there's the ears or there's the spider or whatever it is. Right. There are much more specific ones where it's like, um, you can take a a very specific place in the world and it's the only place that this thing will show up. Oh okay. Right. Or yeah. like what I did is I had um I made these things that functioned as paintings and they were basically um framed like framed panels of oriented strand board or OSB which is like what, you know, covers your abandoned houses like that's what we're talking about. It's like plywood that has all the different um kind of strands of, of mm-hmm. wood meshed together. Right. So like each one of those oriented strand boards, like you will never find an oriented strand board or a piece of OSB that is the same as any other piece of OSB. It is like a fingerprint. It is like a human, like you can't make them the same. That's just not possible. So like every, so like I basically made those, my targets and the message or the art that I wanted to make or show would only show up if you pointed your camera at this very specific piece of OSB or a picture of it, like it would actually work through a computer screen too. So um, so yeah, so like I'm very interested in kind of that intersection
0: and- what about uh, So what about the specificity in that piece is interesting? Cause to, to me, it's it seems like it's like a bit of a treasure hunt, right? Like, it, and and like maybe like a majority of people won't even have access to the work. Uh, how how do you, how do you make people aware? How do like, what's the interface? Like you're like, yeah. Hey guys, there's a show at this location and then the boards are there or what, what's going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a show at this location, but like, and I think, I think this is changing, but like the QR code is still your access point. Okay. So like, basically like at this point, someone knows if they see a QR code, you open your camera, you point it at the QR code, and then that brings you somewhere. The way Can that I ask I you
0: something: yeah. How often do you actually use QR codes? <laughs> um, <laughs> has well, it become? Has it become? I I wanted to. I want to. Uh, this reminds me of a story that was. I forget if I think it was in the seventies. My dad told me this, but there was a a uh, hostage situation on some kind on some plane, and they were trying to figure out where the plane was. And the guys and the people said, Oh, there's a McDonald's sign out there. And like it didn't answer the question, right? Like QR codes are so ubiquitous at this point that I'm just like, I don't even see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you do you do you like, unless it's like some specific thing that I go to someone and I'm like, hey, I need to do this, and they're like, Yeah, hit this QR code. It's not like a self serve yeah. thing for me. I don't know. Am I too old? I mean, we're No, no, old. no,
1: no. No, you're right. Because like and and it's it's you know, and it's absolutely wild when like people get QR codes like tattooed on them. Um, but like um <laughs> well, at least
0: you, it makes more sense than just putting it out in the middle of nowhere because at least they can point you out, you know. Be can, like, oh yeah, why don't you scan it? I mean, so, like, like and, that's 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 kind of like uh Henry Rollins's uh barcode tattoo from our totally,
1: generation. Totally, totally, totally. Like, um, so like it's it's very much like that. Um and, and the reason I said I think it's changing is because I think well, like things that are going to be better than that are coming out, but like. In a space where it's like, okay, the QR code's on the side of my panel, scan it. And then, like, and then, okay, like, yeah. So it's like, in a gallery situation, it's like, okay, this is here for a reason. Like,
0: so you I, are showing this in the gallery. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. This is gallery stuff. And, like,
0: and, and, and the, 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 sorry, I keep I interrupting, Do but the, uh, I'm just trying to visualize it. The, um, the the things that the things that people are seeing are they three dimensional? Are they like do they take up space? Can you like walk around them like they're a sculpture with the phone sort of, you know, to see? You're nodding, but we're audio, so so maybe answer. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So,
1: like um, you can very much like once once the AR pops up, which is like as soon as your your phone recognizes the pattern, like it's up until you put your phone down. Like okay. so, it's basically like you can walk around it, you can see behind it, um, and so one of the things I was I was mentioning, and like I did a lot of messaging, so it was text based, and that's that comes from being a graphic designer, which you know that that was another part of life, but um, like one of the very cool things about this was the ability to collaborate, and what I mean by that, so like I had I worked with a professor um, who's a buddy of mine that lives in Washington State, and I sent him a picture just a picture of one of these panels. And I'm like, make AR based on this panel, you Mm -hmm. know, and like, and then he made something completely different. So even though, so like my lens showed one thing, he used the same exact target that's very specific. And then he made something else. And all of a sudden, like you have this thing where it's like, I could, I could write something. I could make art, leave it there, whatever it is. He could respond to that art by making Mm -hmm. his own art and see it in the exact same place. You know, like really the only thing holding anything back is like the moment where you have to get the specific lens, which is in your phone right now, or it could be like a Google Glass or whatever. And like getting that in front of the work, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, it's kind of like a little bit of a commentary. This is people say this is a reach. I don't think it's a reach. Um, like people very rarely experience things with their eyes anymore. Like no, I don't just...
0: think that I was already thinking that. I mean, I okay. don't think that's a reach. Yeah, like basically, like it's just you're already well, it what it really makes me think. Obviously, I mean, I don't mean to trivialize it, but I had some pretty profound experiences playing uh, Pokemon Go when it came out, like however many years ago. For sure. Ago. No, and I remember. Sure. And I remember specifically like being on being playing that game and being at a gym and talking to someone that was playing at the same gym and me gesturing to the gym like it was over my head. But it wasn't I would like it, it, you know, like it's the scaling because like I'm a small little character in this world that has this. Uh, Like in the phone, it has this towering thing that that's where you go fight the Pokemon against each other. Right. And you try to conquer the gym. And so like we were talking about the gym and the Pokemon that were in it. And I was like literally gesturing as if this fake world that was in my phone hand uh, was like actually present. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, like up there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, And yeah, so, like, so it is, it is, it is kind of a mind fuck. I mean, yeah. uh, did you, did you listen at all to the, uh, to the thinking about thinking episode with, uh, I would recommend that one if you haven't checked it out with, uh, yeah. with Renee Forrest. She, she does some interesting stuff. I think this is an interesting space because she does, um, she just posted one that creeped the fuck out of me. So the, <laughs> uh, she, she does these like, um, these 3d, uh, rendered, things in space so like it's like a like it was like a pulsing tongue looking it wasn't tongue it was tongue textured, but not tongue shaped you know Mm. it was like it was weird she says that she takes like scans of her body, or for like her hand, or something like that, and builds it off, like gets the texture off of that. But it was like breathing, and I messaged her, and I was like, "Your daughter is judging you, like, because it's like it, uh, <laughs> you know." She, when we were talking, and she was describing it, she was like, "Oh, they're parts of me," and I was like, "What if they become sentient?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, they're like they exist, man." <laughs> and was- it's interesting. I'm getting into that space of like, if you perceive something as real right like that's what all this like um this you can become an ai in your death not because you'll be conscious but because your family can talk to you kind of thing like have you seen all of that
1: yeah it's wild like it's like it's it's all sorts of like um like 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 matrix that makes me uncomfortable like i'm just like i don't even understand what's going on ah, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: want to paint in my attic
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure and then like you i i don't know It's just a way to, to, to like market or to, to monetize people's grief, you know, beyond like insane caskets. It's like, oh yeah, you want to, you want to, it's like a photograph of them, but like just all the data, it's really crazy. Like we're entering a really, you know, like when I was a kid, I mean, when I was dude, I studied photography. Like that was practical. Like that's what my parents, you know, in their wisdom as boomers who didn't really understand where the world was heading were like. Yeah, no, we know artists and they have a great life. Like they, they, you know, they have three months of the year off and all of that. And, and, uh, and, you know, the reality is like, nobody has a job <laughs> or everybody um, has six jobs either, either, or, you know, like you have to like, uh, yeah. are you an adjunct or you a professor? I am, I, am,
1: I am an adjunct. I'm not adjuncting right now. So I'm, I mentioned graphic design. Like um, right now I'm, I'm a graphics contractor, meaning like I just, I'll take either design jobs or, um, technical illustration jobs, really like I'll, I'll apply for anything that like, I have good knowledge of the software that they're using if they need somebody. So like, I'm like a pair of hands in whatever, you know, whatever graphic. Um, I have, I have ad, done some adjuncting. I'm actually, um, I'm a curator in the area too. So I work with a couple different universities and, um, yeah. Like I, I piecemeal it. Wait, are it. you a
0: paid curator? Cause I'm not, I curate, but I'm not.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I was a paid curator, but dude, by the time, by the time you put the hours in and drive to the place and just do everything, it's like, I would have been better off doing anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Monetarily. Yeah. No, so, definitely um,
0: Yeah. Parents had no idea what, 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 I mean, it like, it it seems like I'm just letting you know that your parents wanting to be practical was (laughs) not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, I've kind of gone full circle and now I am essentially a businessman with a business that's like launching and not really making money yet. But you know, people do that all the time. People start restaurants that are not profitable. So, but like, but it is, it is, it is an interesting thing at like, of like that going away, like how art, culturally art i don't know if it's because of the cia like funding you know um what you call it the the abstract expressionism and all of that and like like i don't know how it became institutionally okay to like be a super rich artist but also but not be like there's no in between right like it, like yeah. like in school they there you know it's it's a very very strange art world and i think it's because partly because people just want like if you're not making enough money, people don't want to validate you because they can get free work off of you.
1: Yeah. No, no, that's that that is that is the case. It's like, um, I I think, man, I, I think when you know it's funny, you said like my parents um, you know, wanting to be practical was like, you know, not necessarily a bad thing. And 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 you're right. Um, I, you know, I got out of school after, you know, a couple of a couple of addresses later, I got out of school and um I was a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And I actually, and you're going to laugh about this. And I I took so much shit for this in grad school, but like, you know, people were like, when was your defining moment where you were like, I need to be an artist. And I was like, you know, I had just gotten out of undergrad. I was a graphic designer and I was standing in a Borders bookstore and, um, I was in the magazine section way back in
0: the I 1900s. Was- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my and new favorite it's, joke. I'm sorry. But, uh, it's,
1: it's, it's In the 1900s. Oh, um, so yeah, I'm in the, I'm in this borders bookstore and I see like a juxtaposed magazine because, you know, let's mm. just say that everybody's looking at that. And um, it had a painting on it that I thought was digital work. Like it was this mashup of really like sharp, sharp lines and graffiti and revolutionary war soldiers from like, you know, kind of Napoleonic type of deal. And I was like, (laughs) wow, like, that's, that's a pretty cool Photoshop something. And it was Connor Harrington.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It was, it was graffiti and paint. And I just like, and I opened this thing and I was like, you know, it, it kind of was like these three eras where it was like, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, whatever time in history he was pulling from, Mm. then it was painted on this decrepit building that was like, you know, had been falling apart for X amount of years, but then there was graffiti in it too, which was very like contemporary at the moment, like whatever style was good at the time. And it pulled these three things together. And I was just like, I got to I got to figure out how to do something like this. And that was 2006.
0: And so sorry, go ahead. No, I, th- I thought you were finished no i was just gonna like comment about like what because you said it was contemporary about th- back then it's like scratching you know like in hip-hop and stuff like that like like you don't hear stuff like that anymore do you know you know what you don't hear anymore dude is the five elements of hip-hop oh, <laughs> Did dude, you, do dude, you remember sure. that <laughs> like when hip-hop was like it's a culture and it's it's breakdancing and it's graffiti and it's you know like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. every, and it's just now it's just money but but it yeah. it, it, it is interesting like uh the the idea of that being an aesthetic and it also made me laugh because when you said revolutionary uh soldier like that is like like you know w- picture the color red you know like we're all gonna picture a different color and when you yeah. said it's, just, it's, any, it's anything <laughs> napoleonic yeah. the costume change just made me laugh <laughs> Yeah, i was like yeah, picturing yeah. like you know some sandinista or something like that but like that's just the culture what culturally informs me yeah. you know um yeah. and that
1: um yeah no no as, as soon as i said that it was just i i immediately thought of um uh the um ryle like the episode i did uh, uh, listen to the episode with uh ryle
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: dude. Like, that's a different, like, he's talking about revolutionary, like, you know, Chicanos, and it's like, well, that's a different revolution, you know?
0: (laughs) No, uh, it is, it is. Dude, Chicano culture is so crazy, because, I mean, it's a culture of people that have been, like... Like it's, it's elusive to me too, because I'm first generation American. So I still speak Spanish. Like there's people yeah. that are like Mexican. It's really all Chicano culture is, is like, yo, you guys moved the border on us. That's it. Like that is, <laughs> you know, and yeah. like, now we're stuck here. We got to figure it out. I'm sorry if I'm misspeaking, but that is literally my understanding of it. It's so yeah. different. Like all Latin American cultures are, are different. I mean, Central American stuff it, it, like the differences between Central American countries is maybe a little bit less because they're small and they've been uh they are all so deeply tied to US atrocities. But um and like Mexico too. But I mean Mexico is North America technically. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, man, I mean, yeah, dude, like that that all of that stuff, like we came up in a very interesting time. I mean, so does everybody, but I think the gap between like the boomer mindset and the like all the, th- I feel like all the things that mattered to us as like coming out of like early millennial coming out of gen X, that apathy, the grunge, all of that stuff, all of our heroes, like, you know, like Kirk Cobain killed himself. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, self, I don't, I think I can whatever it's YouTube. I apologize. Um, the, uh, what's his name? uh the freaking genius from soundgarden I, i'm like oh, a- chris cornell Cornell, yeah yeah uh i, w- I could only think of nova Selig from Nir- nirvana no, only- uh but uh but yeah dude like we came from a very different like the music we were around that time where hip-hop like dude we we were like afrocentric hip-hop generation you know like we that music was around diggable planets and stuff like that and then like you know biggie came and just changed everything just wiped
1: everything yeah
0: yeah it was just so good and like so much about being american that like all of that positive stuff just did not ring true and then also the companies were like yo let's put money behind this because this is about making money you know so well
1: yeah as any anything that grows right like it's going to get it's just going to get absorbed um no no you're, you're right and it's 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 funny to have lived through that, where like you have a childhood that say, at least for me, all the way through high school, like things looked pretty bright. And I was taught to think that things were pretty bright, you know, like, and, and I remember when I didn't oh, learn. Oh, dude. Anything. Yeah. Oh, you know, like it's things- what you
0: just said, what you said, just registered. It was like a little lag, and that I was remembering. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, it wasn't really until again and like my my parents and my mentors growing up weren't you know meant no no wrong but like it's once like I got into college and kind of started examining examining things and then also like um like really really hearing certain people yell about how wealth was bad and like not understanding that initially and then understanding why wealth was bad not like not like having money but like basically like how like the perpetual growth thing was bad, and that you know, like that again, like this is coming from like, I don't know, like the refused,
0: you know, this is yeah, this yeah. Is, like like the Black decline flag, by like, uh by no yeah. effects stuff like that, yeah, yeah. Dude, like like the decline was like one of the most important, like I just saw, I, I I've been waiting, I saw on YouTube, there's a there's like a live performance of it, that's like the one of the best twenty minute, that's the best twenty minute song about politics that I've ever heard. Sure it is so good it called out like and it is irrelevant now because we've got like we like it is such of the time of the of the of the bush era like we're just so far out of that like we like it it really is mind-blowing i I think think about that all the time well i recently i forget who it was who was it I don't want to miss like I don't want to quote someone that's like some crazy radical whatever like I don't want to like quote, accidentally quote someone that I saw on uh like cuz some sometimes Joe Rogan has good people on <laughs> like good leftists on but then sometimes you're like you hear a clip and you're like oh that was interesting but it's like this is an odious person <laughs> like the guy that did the uh, what is a woman guy like oh my god but I- uh I- Oh. Yeah Matt Walsh I think is that guy. Yeah. So so w- but what's it called? But um one of the things that who, who the fuck was it? I think it it may have been like you know what it was Matt Taibbi who's like a pariah now as well from the Twitter files. But mm-hmm. he was saying that like he um that like when when um what is what is interesting about the Gen Z generation is that their outlook is anti establishment and rebellious but also in service of the establishment in a certain way because it's like it's not a class consciousness at all it's not hey let's make conditions better for everyone and then that way queer people will have better lives too black people will have better lives it's like no we need to focus on this these people and get them into the upper class and fuck everybody you know and it's like and and that is like that is such a strange thing. And so, one of the things that blew my mind that was kind of weird is that Taibi was saying, because he, he used to live in, in Russia, he was saying that, like, you have to, uh, like, it's going to take a song or something that makes rebelling and being anti war cool. Because, like, we grew up hating war. And now, like, yeah. bro, what, how insane is it that the same fucking Republicans that were, like, funding that, like, pushing that shit are now, like, against war it's insane yeah. and now we're pro pro free speech it just goes to show you that it's not like when you're in power yeah. you don't give a fuck
1: nope <laughs> yep. no no for for sure like it is um it, it's it's indescribable like it's it's completely indescribable like if um like i often so i have a, i have a three-year-old and i often think about how i'm going to have to attempt to explain what went on in the early 2020s like basically from the pandemic or not even well more from like from trump onward and yeah. like it and and I, and I don't have words you know yeah. like I, I i really don't and um and yeah it, it's indescribable i don't understand really how people don't have any empathy but that and and i'm very much not a person that's going to say like Democrats have the right idea. Cause like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. you know, cause, cause we are at a place now where like, like there is, I don't, I don't believe there's an American left. I don't like at all, you know, like I believe there are people that like left ideas. um, But I also believe that financial security is actually the only type of security you can actually have in America. Right. Yeah. So like, whether you like it or not, like everybody um, begrudgingly plays. Right. And I know you've talked a lot about this on your podcast, but like um, you, you can, you can yell about whatever you want. Um, I think I used to be a huge, or I still am like, do you remember um, the band Boy Sets Fire? No. Okay. So like um, um, Nathan, their singer, Nathan Gray, um, really, really great, great musician, great singer, um, openly queer around the Bush era like um they were just fantastic and he's still like he's 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 you know like boy That's fire was a hardcore band nathan gray is like kind of more of like a acoustic guitar singer singer type act um kind of like you know tim berry kind of went same deal like kind of same thing and like like i hear him now and he's you mean like
0: everlast from house of pain (laughs)
1: <laughs> no no. like um do you uh do you know avail or i mean no no i, just- I was kidding avail. i was
0: just I, w- I was trying to think i just oh okay, he came in my okay. mind because you were talking about people changing their musical styles <laughs> yes <laughs> and yes. i just so remembered like, the most extreme sure, one sure like
1: everlasting house paint sure um <laughs> that works um but like he's just now it's funny because he's still singing about the same stuff but it's like so defeatist at this point yeah. You yeah. know, where like in the Bush era, like you said, same thing, like very much like harder than no effects, but like same, same scenes, same festivals, same shows, and like I well, I used listen. to think I
0: used to think No Effects was pop, pop punk until I listened to them, and I was like, oh, "This is like the best fucking shit ever." Because <laughs> all the I'm, younger, I was like, uh, like all the younger kids were into it, you know. Same thing yeah. that happened with Deftones. I was like, I was late to that because it was oh. like my sisters liked them, you know. And then I was like, oh my god, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> like yeah. this is so and good. like
1: you're like oh yeah, this is new metal, and then you listen and you're like, this is untouchable. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah Yeah. yeah, definitely (laughs) um Um, there's a california band
0: yeah yeah dude i i I, deftones can do no wrong as far as i'm Mm. concerned their songs are impossible to play just because you have to have six different guitars tuned differently
1: yeah no it's 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 pretty wild and like and like they're they're openly accepted in like kind of the heavier music scene like in the metal scene they're accepted in the hardcore scene they're accepted It's
0: unfortunate like, that they're new metal. It's like um, it's 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 kind of yeah. like saying that Creed and Nirvana are both grunge, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like you know, Nirvana oh. begot. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a taste. That's a taste. It's kind
0: of like how uh, you know how punk came after all those terrible bands, like are, are after the uh, the Abba's and the what's no the Barry Gibb. Yeah, that Barry Gibb is Abba, right? No,
1: I mean no, BG's BG. That's it, BG. Sorry, yeah. no, I, I, I said yes because it sounded completely right.
0: No, I, I mean it's just outside of our lifetime experience. You know, it's like '70s yeah. shit. Uh so that. then, so okay, so then, like, well, what about painting? How are you? How, what are you? What are you interested in painting? Are you? Sure. I've, I've listened, I've literally just started doing it, and I've always been a conceptual artist. And of course, I have to have some cheeky conceptual conceit while I'm doing what I'm doing. But right. I, I'm always interested in how painters think about painting because it is a lot, a little, I I feel like after modernism, if you're trying to make non-modernist work, it's a little hard to understand painting.
1: I mean, I think it's, when you say painting, like that's too big of an umbrella. Like it's not, oh. like, I don't think it's going to work. Um, so like the things that I'm really interested in and like, I thought it came from, I thought it came from like graffiti. And I think I thought it came from graffiti because I saw like Connor's work. And then like I was just like mind blown by it, by that intersection of like realism and and also spray paint. And like I immediately started like working with spray paint and stuff. Um and and like I, you know, the farther I dig into it or was digging into it, is it like, okay, I'm not actually interested in spray paint. I'm interested in detritus you know, and like, and like things just being old and weathered and like these places in, in urban spaces where there's been a million like layers of paint and it's chipped away and like you see everything. And so like, so like I started lay, layering more things, but then it's funny. I had a, a number of, of studio visits where, um, and, and I I think this is a little bit um, myopic and and short-sighted, but like like people were like, you should really stop trying to be black, you know, and and black, part of that who?
0: black who like for, first name for or just black as black. a color. Like you
1: should stop trying to be like a hip hop head or like black or. be. Oh,
0: in Jesus Christ. Like, I was like, yeah. so...
1: no, 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 it's OK. It's OK. Wow. It's right.
0: No, that makes sense. It's just so funny how I didn't like. that, yeah. like that is like such a common th- okay I'm sorry
1: <laughs> no no it's it's okay and, and it's all right and like and it's um and it's one of those things where like in my head every time somebody said that to me I'm like you know you have a very my optic view of what spray paint is
0: yeah you know yeah, yeah. like
1: like like and, and in my head I'm like I I think you're actually almost I think you that might have been racist what you said but yeah. um but like I kept on thinking about it it's like all right so like Even though I don't agree with this criticism, I'm just going to store it here for a second. And then I kept on thinking about it and I kept on making work like there's stuff behind me that's just, you know, it's masking and layers and, you know, um, house paint and all sorts of crap. And I kept on thinking about it and it was just like, oh, this comes from like, this is going to maybe be like way different, but like, I think this comes from old billboards along the Bible belt. Mm-hmm. like because we did a lot of midwestern driving and it's like and you see these billboards that there's nothing for like miles and miles and miles except these billboards that sometimes they're new but for the most part like they've just been you know covered and then they wither away and covered and wither away and covered and wither away and like that's where all this tearing has come from like mm-hmm. all this tearing all this like layering like this is where i started to like really get into it and Do
0: the- can I let's go back real quick. Do the people that told you that you were being black because you're using spray paint, do they they know that they sell that at Home Depot and it's like actually for spraying stuff like mm-hmm. that? It's not like that. They don't make spray paint. I mean, they do now, but like spray paint is not like graffiti paraphernalia it is a uh, like industrial tool that's used like how like because you said house paint it's the same shit it's not an art material that's what the whole point of street art is you know
1: um i think well first of all like there's there's projection right like every anybody that critiques your work has to come at it
0: there's also probably a little virtue signaling there I'm, I'm guessing and, these were white people <laughs> um one one
1: one was a white dude and and one was a white dude that had another artist say that to him and then uh. i think like there was a, a black artist say that to him a very prominent black artist and then i think basically he was trying to be like you know this artist told me this and and it helped me and now i'm gonna tell you this mm-hmm. and um and then somebody else was is actually one of my studio visits when I was in L.A. I, you know, I had a, a studio in L.A. for about three months, and um, one of the studio visits was with a um, a woman who her experience with, you know, graffiti is very much like you know the L.A. graffiti scene, which is not white people, you know, or, well, or but it's
0: least... also but it's not just black people too, which is like kind of their bad, you know, because no, like no, no, L.A. Yeah. LA of all scenes is not white people, and also the Midwest is full of fucking graffiti. Yes. Europe is full uh, of fucking yeah. graffiti. Like, bro, yes. that like hip hop is like everywhere. That shit is like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a black culture, but like, are you gonna go police like I, that? Sh- that policing shit it's like, like I had someone on the show one time. I called myself a thug, and they were like, like, a, like a, a Gen Z or a millennial, young, uh, like young millennial. And I was like, yeah, I'm a thug. And and they were like, yeah, I don't like you using that word. I I, I like the idea of taking it and claiming it, but it's kind of a racist word. And I was like, bro, like, you see your reaction. I was like, thug life, man. This was like, this is like, it's a cultural part of Mm. our youth. Mm. Tupac like was a poser too until he fucking died. There's a lesson in there. Like we're not using thug to be like, you know the guy from the Temple of 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 Boom in uh, Seattle. What's the what's the guy's name? The 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 player that Richard something, whatever. There was a player that got thug like that's the fir- that called a thug, called, called a thug because he was like after a game he said something about another player. He was like that guy's weak, you know. And then everyone was like he was acting like a thug. And <laughs> anyway, it's, thug life, in, man, bro. In football? Yeah, in American football, Seahawks. Richard Sharp. no, not C- C- Yeah, Richard, what?
1: Richard Sherman?
0: Yes, that's is exactly. That Do they know and that they, he
1: actually that, like that Richard Sherman's one of the, like the smartest like like the dude went to I believe Stanford like like he went he was an yeah. Ivy League guy or something like it was crazy.
0: But um, uh, but and, my point and, is that like yeah there is that usage but you can't just erase a whole cultural experience no. that white people yeah. had as a result of black people's music. And and erase it. We're not using the N word. We're just no. saying thug yeah. and thug, and we're not calling other people thugs. We're saying like we identify as a thug. I was definitely a thug. I wasn't broke. I wasn't. I wasn't a hood rat. I was a like a, a, a upper middle class thug, thug yeah. ass motherfucker. Because I did. not <laughs> Dirty thug shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to do hood ratchet shit with my friend.
0: Yeah, um, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, this is so funny. No, oh, it's good. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. It's um, and and I think that that brings me to something that um, so like, how do I say this? The um, the whole the whole virtue signaling thing. Like, I've come very full circle with it, where. Um, when I went to graduate school, like I did not, I had no idea what I was getting into. Like as a, I went to graduate school in upstate New York, I actually went to graduate school with somebody that you have in your show tonight. Um, Charlie Hickey was a year in front of me in that program. Oh, yeah, he's, he, he's
0: got a, he's got a, he was using a 3d pen on, on yeah, campus, which was interesting. He's fantastic.
1: Like, like he would yeah, be, and I like and the
0: cool. cultural references, obviously, cause I grew up in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's
1: um, uh, tons of like still life painting jokes. He's very clever. Like, uh, you know, he's a good dude anyway. So like I went there and I thought that my experience, like I had done a lot of other things before I got to graduate school. I got to grad school when I was 35 and I had had a million jobs and lived in a million places. And I really thought that that was like, going to have like be something valuable that I could bring to the table to talk about, you know, and everybody was just like, "You're white, and you look like you've been to the gym. We're not going to talk to you," you know. And it was just yeah. kind of like, "Oh, oh my, yeah," you know. So I, and,
0: it, it, it and and it goes back to uh, sorry to interrupt. You, you know, th- keep telling the story, but the it goes back to the thing that Taibi was talking about of like you there instead of like being anti fbi being anti cia being anti war machine being anti all these things that are really the 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 actual causes of global warming the fact that we have military bases everywhere the fact that we fucking burn open pits and people get toxic poisoning from it you know yeah. like so yeah. it yeah, it, no, it's... it it it's it's just a lack of experience and 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 and, and uh, i don't i like i don't begrudge them i think that I think that like, um, like you know, I felt like what I was doing by being anti-war was important, you know, but like it didn't really fucking matter. So like, who's to say that they're wrong either, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, for for sure. And like, and um, after that, like, I, I was steeped in theory for three years, and like, it's funny how you 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 get like steeped in that and you learn a lot, and then you get out and like you find yourself being critical of people that haven't had you know a ton of reading in a three-year period of time and like there have been many conversations since then where it's like you need to be mindful and understanding that not everybody has read all the crap that you had to read you know and and also like they're not in these conversations like I have these convers like we're having a conversation we are also part and parcel in the art world like these are the conversations that you know that swirl but I I go anywhere outside, even in my like relatively liberal city. And these are not the conversations. Like, you know, the conversations are like, still, how do I pay this bill? How do I make this rent? How do I deal with this? And, you know, and that kind of, no matter if it's a, a really like blue state or blue city, the thinking of basically that all of these things that could matter don't matter because, you know w- without using too many buzzwords basically like the umbrella of late capitalism keeps everybody just thinking about their own like personal worry and then every once in a while if there's an election that stuff will come out and they'll vote one way or the other but like everybody's just dealing with their problems you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so disingenuous to say that all Trump voters are are racist just because they because yeah. like because they all, most a lot of them voted for Obama like statistically like it's just it doesn't make sense. Uh, it it's a uh, it I I find Trump is an interesting phenomenon. I think that it it really like I think that the media really did a lot to help him, and then they felt responsible after he got elected because they just put him on podiums. Like there was literally a thing called the uh, Pied Piper theory that they're still doing. Um, The Democrats will still fund uh, Republican far right, Republican crazy people to run against because they, they assume that they're going to win against them. And they did that at the highest level and they effed up because they, 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 it was just an, it was, it's one of the craziest things that I've ever seen. So for me, Trump is just such an interesting it like he's a Rorschach test. It really yeah. is like like yeah. he either triggers you, he either empowers you, and and as someone who's ambivalent and like really doesn't is not invested in his evil as like the primary source of all of our problems because I've kind of seen our country slip, you know, because because we have Julian Assange in prison essentially, yeah. you know, yeah. like um, it it really. You know what? Like one of the thing I think that what the main difference is that social media is out, and it, at first it was social media was very empowering. It gave yeah. a lot of people access to information, but now because people get their social their information off of social media with the Twitter files and all this stuff, where leftists are getting censored, like TeleSUR is getting censored, uh, you know, like all these people, yeah. nobody talks about that because everybody's happy that right wingers are getting censored right wow. and 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 really all it is is anybody that makes the the establishment look bad like trump is not like is not competent enough to run this machine <laughs> oh, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. evil yeah. and like and corruption and he and he just says what what like everybody does but like without like knowing that it's not supposed to be said out loud yeah. right
1: no, for sure. No, for for sure, dude. Um, uh, are you familiar with the book "Kill All Normies" by Angela Nagel? No. Okay. Um, she she wrote Angela Nagel wrote, wrote this fantastic book called "Kill All Normies," which was basically about how like small pockets of the internet, on like Reddit, 4chan, all these these things, like gave platform to people like you know Milo Yiannopoulos and people that essentially corralled the youth to like, like corralled them into like in ways like into the right wing or in ways to basically say, okay, it's cool to be, you know, it's, it's cool to be right wing now because we can basically like with Trump, we can just give everybody the finger. Like it doesn't matter, you know, like it's far more rebellious and punk to be a right winger because it's, it's, it's far closer to anarchy you know.
0: Yeah. And 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 and, like, and, 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 and to be honest it's exactly like the people the things that are considered right wing now were not right wing when we were kids. Like yeah. and and so so I've I'm kind of like it's it's the same thing. Dude, the word progressive used to mean a, a, like the progressives were eugenicists and now it's like this like words just lose meaning and they get manipulated yes. and they it's like part of the manufacturing of consent, right? Yes. And so like right now the 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 party the democratic party is 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 a upper middle class party it is a professional managerial class party that's why they were so against anybody that had anything to say about the thing that just happened 3 years ago that i'm not going to reference directly because we're on a program that is on youtube but that that's that like i mean dude like i was walking outside And I think I can say this, but I think that like, you know what, I'm not gonna say it, but I was uh, like the, the the idea of how, like how problematic the way people were speaking about people that did not want to submit to this thing was so crazy, was so crazy. And three years out, and then what I realized during that time period is the power of that social media because now when you talk to people Face to face about these things off of these censored platforms, they think you're crazy. They think you're crazy because because they're hearing something different than you. You know, I've never I've never felt that before. Where I've like talked to somebody and they're like, "Ah, okay. Still, some people talk like that. Yeah.
1: No, no. I've I've had very similar experiences where like I'll like talk to one of my closest friends, and it's just kind of like I'm saying, yeah, but listen to this, and he's like. Yeah, but, and I'm like, oh no, you know, uh, where it's just kind of like, like, and, and then, and then, I mean, we still have good conversation, but I realized that like, and it's not Fox news or can I say Fox news? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Fox news. It's still the same.
0: It's,
1: yeah. It's, it's just, it's other things that they're getting, you know, they're, they're still getting it through the internet, but it's just kind of, it's like, um, like they're not going to dig into things that, again i'm just going to use the word left but they're not going to dig into the these left conversations they're going to stay where they're comfortable yeah and then it's, and which then is it's, which
0: is all about like about the the CRT which is a legitimate thing to discuss but yeah. is a very american perspective on race it is totally. not all encompassing oh. it does not acknowledge the 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 animosity that people have in wars that are happening right now towards each other because yeah. You know, like, and then, and then, and then it's so unexamined because we're just talking bad about Russians, like they're, like they're Middle Eastern people from Iraq, you know, or like they're part of Al Qaeda, like seriously, all they, all there are, there are, they're just citizens in a country, you know, like, and they're not denouncing, like, come on, bro. Like, you don't know that they're, that, that, like it, to me, it's insane, but anyway, so, so then, so then like. But, but I mean, it, it's related to the talk about AR because a lot of this is just augmented reality. You, you know, like a lot of this stuff, like we we don't have newspapers the same way that we used to. We have no. m- things that we scroll through and that like we have a little phone and then we scroll through stuff. And then if we get bored of the article, we find something else immediately. you yeah. don't have to switch, yeah. like sw- change pages and pages and like this huge thing that goes <laughs> as you like fold it, you know? And like, <laughs> And then you yeah. can never fold it right, or you have like you get someone's version and they fold it differently than yours, like yeah. all of that's gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, like the the um, so so obviously, like, um, it's pandering to the 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 ease or the access, obviously panders to how, like, I guess lazy you know, we are obviously, but like, I don't know, some like I'm I'm not an Elon Musk fan, but like mm-hmm. the other a couple weeks ago, somebody said something where he was just kind of like we shouldn't have all these apps. We should have one app that does everything. And like, I just felt like my heart sink because it was like, yeah, like he's going to do that. Like he's yeah. going to start combining this shit and everything is going to just be just like, I, I love that there is at least a little degree of separation between the things that like I'm interested in. And like, I'm not a person that has a million apps on my phone. I have like the 10 I need. And then like, that that's it, you know? And I, and like, as someone who is dyslexic, where all the information is in there, but it's very hard to keep it separate. It's like, I like the fact that I know that like Instagram's pictures, you know, like, yeah, I
0: mean, (laughs) not
1: anymore, not anymore. But like, dude, I, I don't, I, I know that like reels are important and I know all of that. And I, I talk to people about how to grow their accounts and stuff too. Like, I actually, like some of my speaking engagements have to do with, um, how to essentially represent yourself on Instagram, like as an artist, not necessarily grow your following, but like how to present in Mm -hmm. like a social media platform. And like, and I know, I know all those things are important, but like, dude, like Instagram and Snapchat are kind of like where I just sort of stopped. Like, I know there's going to be some kind of like alternative to these things when they die. Um, But like, I couldn't even get to TikTok. Like, I just, I, 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 dude, I, I, I was in there for like a day or two. And then I was just kind of like, I don't even know what I'm watching and it's eating my time. And like, I, oh my God, (laughs) you know,
0: do you, do you remember, do you remember the, there was for a very short time, what the fuck was that called? The, um, uh, what's, what's that? No, 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 no. Before vine cable TV, it was a channel that Al Gore started and it was all short content yeah and it was and it was it i, I when it, it so it's it, it was essentially tiktok because it was all short stuff it's not it's more like a it was more like a youtube right because it was like 10 minute videos and stuff like that and it like short entertainment that was like kind of like uh public access. I forget what it was called. It doesn't matter. If you it just you if you want to find the name, you anybody that's listening can just Google and if you want to leave it in the comments, please do. Um just Google Al Gore's uh te- television network. But it was like it was the weirdest thing because it would be like a 15-minute video right, or like a five-minute video and then a commercial. And Dude, then you, so would, wild. you would really watch the commercials, you yeah. would watch them. Like, yeah. you know, that, that the 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 thing that the advantage of like something like TikTok, but like that was a pre- precursor. The advantage is that you can just swipe and skip the the thing. But yeah. it was so nefarious at the same time, like by totally. by making you by by having stuff that was equal length. I remember that like I, I I remember vividly of Jean-Claude Van Damme doing a split on two trucks, Two
1: trucks. You remember that? <laughs> that i remember
0: that flip. so vividly because of that like because it was just isolated in between two pieces of content and that was before was, this is like early 2010s uh, yeah or no early 2000 not even 10s but yeah oh, dude wow. so like all of this like like that short content stuff like when I saw that, when television and cable was 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 normal, I thought it was nefarious, and now we just take it for granted.
1: Yeah. No, no, that that's that's what everything is, right? It's like if it's more than a minute and a half, I can't take it, or people can't take it. So I think every once my, in a while- My I clips are
0: 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. 50 I know, I mean, 15 I, seconds, I, and, or they don't go, they don't hit hard. Yeah.
1: I think you do a good job with your clips. Um, Thanks. I I'm interested in, in what the person says that I'm like I want to listen to that whole conversation that's weird you know Awesome
0: thank you so, I mean um, I wasn't fishing for that but like uh, uh, that, that, but that is like also dude um it, it look if if we're talking about social media if you're at all interested in doing reels which it doesn't seem like you are but anybody in the audience like don't waste your time on TikTok bro you're never going to make money on that shit like you know TikTok, do it as a side thing make make like make whatever sense the 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 return on investment on that shit if you're trying to like be on social media and and blow up like the youtube is the there's nobody that can fuck with youtube it's google you're not gonna beat google unless you are like uh, unless somebody else buys something that's insane that you know but like like buys a startup but like even facebook can't hang bro Facebook is going to get eaten up. Like yeah, they're no, spending I, all that money on on Meta because they're they're dying. Yeah, no, you know. And they're losing money on Meta. But yeah, but YouTube YouTube like and the kids use YouTube. Like it's yeah. it's not it's, it's not it, dying. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean it dude, they did not know how badly they fucked up when they made YouTube. It is so powerful that it competes with like uh, legacy media. Like that shit is dying.
1: Yeah, and it's and I mean and you can you can like Find as so like as someone with dyslexia and like i don't read like terribly well i still read a lot but like you can find like so many like you can find a topic on anything you're looking for on youtube it's it's wild like i listen to most of my philosophy stuff through youtube yeah so no no um you mentioned you mentioned reels and like i will tell you that I, I do use reels in like, I think it's a very cool place. Like if I have like time-based art where like I'm recording little increments over the page, like, I mean, not, not like um progress videos or time lapses, but like, like I'll have, I'll have um projects where like I take the same picture in the same spot once a day for a year, you know, mm-hmm. and then like, I'll, you know, put that together. And like, that's a really cool place where it's like, I can show my art to a lot of people this way here. You know, sure, but it's upload not it, as yeah, upload it
0: to YouTube as a as a short, man. I mean, you're you're that? you're gonna like right now, the like TikTok, the the the, um, the golden days of TikTok are done. You're yeah. not gonna grow the way that you were in the 2010, 2020, 2010. They've already got their big creators. YouTube is it has has a model and th- that they've done for a long time. Like one of the things that's great for on YouTube for me is that They're um, they're they're like now they're pushing their like podcasts on the platform directly to their music app. So like now, now like you can you don't have to like like you don't need a subscription to or you don't need to f with anything else if you're already using it. Like it's like if you're using Spotify, why not listen to podcasts there? Same thing with YouTube Music. So. So the the that business, dude, like they just have the resources. It really is like if we're talking in terms of feudal empires, Google and Apple, I think like Facebook, goodbye. TikTok has its own thing going on because it's part of another country's like infrastructure. But it's uh, as far as like American social media companies youtube is YouTube. it it's mm-hmm. super hard to use but sometimes you post something and it goes crazy viral you just it's like a, th- a tool that you have to learn but just, for artists for, i i just i need more people on their game doing their youtube so that i can have them on the show and then they can have me on their show and we all just share audiences like back back when yeah. the early days of of podcasting when it was all comedians having comedians on the show now everybody's sick of that shit <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah no i i i get that um me think uh we, we've like kind of
0: we, we i mean we've we've talked for a while man you're i don't yeah. i don't want to keep making you come up with things
1: <laughs> no, no, no i mean i wanted to i guess i wanted to talk to you about about la a little bit um yeah, yeah just just because it was kind of a so like one of the things that was cool about um syracuse was they had this one semester that you had to apply for it but like you either got a semester in um la berlin or london Mm-hmm. at least when I, at least when I was there and like you know you kind of you wrote a paper and like you said this is why I need to go to this place right and like I ended up going to LA and we um we lived in San Pedro it was like me and two other art students right and um every day I would like basically get on the silver line at like 6 a.m in San Pedro and take the mm-hmm. bus to Skid Row mm-hmm. and um and i was interning and I, I just wanted to mention this because i was interning for some folks that did a, an art podcast it was more formal but um are you familiar with um artist decoded
0: i think i might have heard the name yeah. okay
1: so artist decoded was run by this um this these pair of artists one one's name was yoshino
0: it's not it's it's defunct now or or you just don't listen to it no no
1: it's it's still going on it's um they had their they had their um their headquarters down right next to skid row um and it was uh the the company was called no wave Mm. and um and um and i think it was it was named after like the avant-garde musical kind of um like musical movement that was called no Wave. it was spelled a little differently but that's what it was named after and um they did this artist podcast and like right now like i heard you talk on a different on a different episode like i think you were talking to josh you were like having you on the show gets you gets me no followers it gets me nothing Um, (laughs) i just i just think i should right so like i am a similar situation having me on the show is gets you nothing except this talk um but 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 that's like
0: all the guests I mean, oh, like, funny. I that, that's not why I do it. I like yeah, I literally, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> and also, you. I mean, I I don't remember the context in which I was saying it, but like, Josh and I have a very open relationship about, like, not like we're a couple that has sex with other people, but like we are like we 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 talk business, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, for sure, for sure, uh, and and you uh, know like. And it was a good com- like I liked that conversation a lot. Um, yeah, I no did. one
0: listened to that one though because I, totally I think it was did. I think it, I think it was because it was too uh, too businessy in title, you know. Bro, but when you that got was...
1: into NFTs, I did glaze over. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: like, I, well, when we'd had the conversation, I I was glazing over. When I listened to it again, I was able to understand it. So maybe uh, a like, second uh, a second pass, not to plug, make you listen to my podcast twice. No, no, good. <laughs> but um, um, but but yeah, dude. I mean, in terms of that, like. Like, honestly, the social media is so effed right now because you can have someone that has like 20,000 followers. Like, for example, Josh had 8,000 followers. He told me himself that he doesn't have high engagement. He's just been there so long. And so he doesn't. And then then, like, can you imagine having to uh, purge the bots on an account that has 8,000 people? Like, I would just start a new account you know, yeah, to just no. get like right now, the engagement that I have is so crazy compared to what I've ever have had on anything. Almost like they almost did me a favor by deleting my other account. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's,
1: that's, that's fair. No, that's totally yeah. fair. Um, What I was getting at though is like, um, so Yoshino would always have on like, they were all formal artists, but like mm. pre- pretty, pretty, what famous. do you mean
0: by formal artist? Like, um, like, that, like, that's
1: a good question. So like, let's, let's say like high craft, high craft, um, usually figurative, like. um,
0: But like, but like represent, represented, like, yeah. Re, okay.
1: Yeah. 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 Totally. Like representational. Um, No, and, no, no.
0: I mean like represented in a space, like what f- formal, formal oh, inter stylistically formal, what?
1: That, yeah. Stylistically formal. Okay. okay sorry. A right, lot right. of the artists were, were represented or are represented by galleries, but. Yeah. But this was, is working
0: it, class, dude. This is like yeah. people that have day jobs. That's it. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, if you if you're famous and you want to get me listens, yeah. But like the next week, you're it, like, and you come on, like I'll have you. But if you like, you know, the next week is probably gonna be a, another nobody that is a nice person. That's <laughs> I like no, the the nobodies so far have been
1: really interesting. To They're not
0: to. nobodies, is my point. And, <laughs> and, and the thing, right? The
1: nobodies. Oh yeah, nobody can see my my quotation fingers. Quotations, yeah. Okay. Um, but like at the same time, like what's really interesting is going through, like I've checked out a lot of your artists and it's like, like these people, like, like Raul Balthazar has like no one following him on social media, Yeah, yeah. But he's humongous. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, like I knew who that was. Oh, so, you did? Wow. Yeah. 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 And like, and, and another thing like that I kind of tell students now too, is like, like if you're going to be an artist, like you don't want to be mcdonald's or burger king like it doesn't matter if you serve a million people like you don't want to mm-hmm. give something you know like like be an artist like and then i'll give examples of here's all these artists that are amazing that are like getting attention from say hyper allergic or or you know like whatever other art publication and like they have no one following them yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like you know like because it's not like it's not clickbait like it's art you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so um but, but th-
0: that being said i do know i do know a few people that have like uh taken this course that i'm going to take eventually i i wish i could plug it right now i mean i can't endorse it cuz i've never done it but i know okay. if, like i know two people that have taken this course from this woman that teaches people how to sell stuff online and they have like like in the 10 to 20,000, uh, follower ranges and those, and, and when, and when I've had, uh, when I had Camilla on, I haven't had the other person on, but, uh, and I I don't know if they want me to disclose that they're like, uh, you know, that they took a class on art hustling or anybody. I mean, Camilla didn't either. I actually, now that I think about it, no, but like, like there, there are instructional ways of learning how to do it. One of the things that was super helpful for me, dude, honestly, is, I, I, I don't know if you saw it, but I recently got access to the invite collaborator button back. And that is a game changer. Because when I was post, I was posting four mother effing clips a week, plus a carousel image, right? So that's five days of content. And I wasn't breaking into any new followers. I was just hitting my followers over the head with my own content. Yeah, and now when like, and, and then, and then, and I think that that's why, like, I think, I, I said some maybe stuff that I shouldn't have about the war that's going on right now. Which one? Who knows? There's like seven of them. Uh, um, yeah. Like there's a million wars that you can say something about, bad about. And some you can talk negatively about some you can't, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so I think they just put me on like probation for like six months and then it came back, but I was <laughs> like, but, but dude, it's a game changer. Like it yeah. really, it, it, like I was, I was in the 500 one post now i'm i'm in the thousands now i had i had when i was doing the four uh four uh five posts a day five posts a week i was getting um I was getting like 4k, uh, in, uh like, uh, impressions and interaction or not in, in interactions, but like people for 4,000 people were seeing my stuff, but it was yeah. only my three thousand three hundred 300 followers. And it, my following wasn't growing. So yeah. like, they can really throttle you if they want to because they can keep you from being discoverable. So like, you know, that's, that's why. I,
1: yeah. Yeah. And no, I keep it, keep it,
0: keep, keep it tight. Keep, it tight you know i now now what i do is i talk about the things that i can't talk about instead of talking about them directly i'm like i can't talk about that and now i'm talking about censorship (laughs) i'm acknowledging the censorship without actually uh breaking the rules but also like kind of like hey guys there's more here to the story i i'm not not aware but um but yeah dude this whole this whole world is crazy like like i mean for your three-year-old son it's insane uh, do, does he have access to uh, to an iPhone and an iPad? Because that's like um, like your serotonin must be so fucked by the time you get to be an adult.
1: Yeah, no, I mean we will let him watch an iPad like on like if we have to travel somewhere. Otherwise, mm. he is just like he hates being in the cars. But if we, you know, like okay, it's time to it's time to travel somewhere. Blue's Clues or like whatever you know whatever it yeah. is. Um, but no, he's I mean, I I don't I that's a nightmare for me to think about like, you know, it's, it's, it's horrible for me to think about. Like, I, I remember I didn't get a phone. I didn't get a smartphone until well after college. And I didn't get a cell phone until I was three years into college, you know? And, and like, now I've had a cell phone for 20 years and a smartphone for 15, you know? And, and it's like, Sure. Like like tech the technological advances have helped us, but I'd I'd go right back. I'd yeah. go right back. If I said, if we could just like make it a blip and say, how about we just stick with cell phones? If you want a computer, you have to have a computer. No, no smartphone. I would I would go in a second. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, texting. Like, I remember texting when it when it was impractical. Yeah. (laughs) You had to hit the same button like three times. It's like I don't
1: want like no like you know and just like
0: like people would get mad at you when you texted them because then they would have to text. Why don't you just call me? Can you? Yeah, bro, we're of the why can't you just call me? Why are you texting me now? People are like, yeah,
1: just send me just send me a text. Like, yeah, it's 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 so wild. Um, you remember when like text messages cost money? Yes. You got like. You know, like, so it just, I, I'm not saying like, I, you know, I want to go back to anything, I guess, but like, just it's, I, I think when I look at my like fucking screen time, you know, at like at the end of the week and it's just like, and granted, like I read emails on my phone and like, I have art tools on my phone, but like, it'll say something like eight hours. And I'm just kind of like, I could yeah. have been painting for eight hours, yeah, like what, you know, things like that just like crush me. So, and so, the yeah. idea
0: of just basic boredom, like for oh. the creative process, like, like how I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, and they will never know. That's the crazy thing. I don't know, and they will never know. Like, right? n- neither of us will ever understand what it's like, you know, I, and, like I, that. The, and, and then because, because like what happens to me now is I get that, that hollow boredom of like, I've been and enter- trying to entertain myself as opposed to just being bored and present.
1: Yeah. And, then, and, and then like, where
0: it starts to become fun and your brain starts to like, you know, like it's it's almost like you're in the uh, I uh, sensory deprivation tank, but you're in real yeah. life, you know,
1: like you're like actually alone with your thoughts and not just like with your phone. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. Like, I think or, it's all
0: or yeah. it, or a thought leads to like, let me look that up, it, you yeah. know, or let me like it doesn't become research. It just becomes a thought, a thought trail you know like yeah. not what about not having information what do you come up with when you do that right yeah. you know I know yeah. that's terrifying to some people that are anti-disinformation but like sometimes like thought exercises are good you know oh, like sure. you, you can pull yourself back into reality the real world would do that to you
1: I don't know for sure I think I think one of the reasons I do art like from a therapeutic standpoint is to like get away from my phone. Mm-hmm. which sounds real, like, you know, whatever, but it's like, no, nope, like, like, I, I'm just not going to look at my phone for like, I'll, I'll paint for 20 minutes, break for five minutes, paint for 20 minutes, break for five minutes. And I'll do three of that before I even look at my phone. And my yeah. wife has like an emergency dial that she can use if like, she needs to cut through. But like, other than that, like, I just don't touch it. You know, and like, I I do more thinking probably there and in the shower, like in those blocks of time and in the shower, than like the rest of the day combined, you know?
0: Well, as a kid, as a kid, I just, I, I like, I, I, that's my, my space. I always take a bath. That's like the closest thing. I'll just sit there. I'll soak in water and like, I'll slowly like it's, and I've gotten so used to doing that my whole life that like, uh, (gasps) uh, I can feel when I haven't like, when I take the difference between taking a shower and like soaking in water and just like the yeah. relaxation that happens there. But yeah, man, like that, that, that moment of decompressing, and then I'll fill the tub back up a little bit with some hot water just to keep it refreshed. And then I'll do that little thing with your hands. So you you spread the water around your body. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're both go like, they're going in opposite directions. So that the world that they- you're making a whirlpool around you for the people that are listening. But yeah, man, Um, yeah, dude, like the mental space is so hard that I've like, I actually only scheduled one interview this week because I needed the time, you know, like, like you, when you're doing this stuff, you try stuff, you try stuff that you do for other people and it doesn't work for you because you don't have the same following, right? Like the same number of people. So you have to figure out like how to do it organically rather than just hop in when you have everything in place, you know? like yeah. it's it's a it, it is a wild wild time but like dude the idea that kids can make more money than their parents like there are kids that are fucking millionaires and they're not yeah. like child stars they did it themselves that is crazy yeah. and like imagine being a kid with peers like that as opposed to like because we had professional athletes like kobe yeah. i remember when he came out and we felt bad about ourselves you know
1: <laughs> no, i dude, it, it's it's to me, it is a like real world nightmare, like yeah. every, you know, like a, a more, I, I see the lens almost more through like just how broken things could get, you know, like I'm just such an anxious person with like, with a lot of that, especially with my kid. And like, I, I don't know how I'm going to parent through some of these things. Like, you know, you oh, mentioned, yeah. like we're not living in the same world like as our parents and like and i know that's always the case for everybody but like before the internet there was a huge block of time where it's like you learn things from your parents and as long as they weren't awful people like you could kind of rely on that as like a blueprint for life and we we were we are at basically the breaking point where yeah. like that's no longer the case you know, like let's like, say,
0: let's say you're, you, you know, not to, not to be too, like, not to put anxieties in you that you don't already have, but like, you know, like the, like deepfakes, dude. There is oh. going to be a whole generation of young women and young men that are going to be trolled and humiliated with deepfakes. And, they're not going to be that great because most of these people, but like some people have a lot of, a lot of video of them out there. So like popular girls in school can easily be like messed yeah, with in, in, in horrible, horrible ways. Right. Like it wow, is, that's... it is a terrifying place. And then like people want, like, what, what I love about fact checking is that like, it's basically all these organizations like fact checking is supposed to happen inside the journalistic Organization, right? Like, but now we have these organizations that claim that they're fact checking and they're like plagiarists, pl- plagiarists like Snopes, and it's really just a thing that's there so that people our age can Google something that doesn't seem right, and then it'll be like full of shit, a full of shit argument that says. It it's lacking context, but it's really like just trying to gaslight and like muddy the issue in this really like well this person said this and then like you just get like there that's how like people like uh, people who are um, socially leftist like yeah. who are, I would say like Joe Rogan is probably farther to the left than like Mark Maron you know like oh, in terms sure. of, yeah, yeah, you get yeah, sure. what I'm saying yeah. and like and like people but but the Democrats love Mark Maron. And they and the and like you know and he's this like like it it I I like them as two touchstones because two thousand tens, Mark Maron was the king. Now, Joe Rogan is the king by a measure of uh, of like like by by just like only a Super Bowl, can can kind of compete. Yeah. With, with with that guy and it's amazing. It's that 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 intimacy. Like even in this time of all these like fast quick things, that's why long form podcasts. Like I mean. You know, not that we're going three hours, but I don't
1: know. I got, but like,
0: but, 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 but even my friends will, will tell me like, I, I like listening to the ones where you talk to my friends because I don't get to sit down with my friends and talk like that. You know, like, just
1: that's that's super interesting. That's true. That's true. Like I know Deborah bros and like, that was the first one I listened to.
0: Yeah. Well, she's got two. So you got, you 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 got, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, man, yeah, I I always love talking. Like, I mean. And it, we're borderline old man corner, but old man corner is valid. Old man corner is an institution. I remember the old men that used to bitch when I was a young man. And now <laughs> I'm like, those motherfuckers were onto something. Those were the lefties, the Vietnam vets, those motherfuckers. Those, motherfuckers, those are my people. So <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. Anything yeah, that we dude. can promote for you?
1: Um, I mean, I, you know, I have a website, Instagram. which is my name, you know, okay. Can Matthew you spell john it out? A- yep. Matthew, john, Just Matthew with two T's J O H N A P O L. And then like, you can find my socials through that. Um, I'm also a curator kind of like in the lower, like, um, Southeastern area of Pennsylvania. And, um, I'm kind of located here to, you know, try to kind of make my way into the New York city scene. So okay. like um yeah so like that's that's probably where um you know um I'm very into the idea of like pop-up exhibitions where like you and a couple other people rent space for 3 days have an opening everybody comes and then tear it down. Mm-hmm. So like I'm going to try to be making some moves with that here in Philly um Do you have a is- uh,
0: do, do, are you going to be doing that individually or as a collective or
1: you know, like I have I'm just I've been in Lancaster for about 2 years since I got out of school and I'm just mm. starting to meet the people here who um like there's a lot of um there's a lot of like formal fine art when I say there's a formal again figurative fine art, fine art in town and there's not a lot of high concept and um, I'm starting to find folks that are more into the conceptual side of things um mm. So so I'm just kind of starting to scrape my people together. I do know some folks in New York City. I'm working with them a little bit. So um so yeah, it'll it'll probably be under the guise of like I'm going to have myself and other artists curate a show, whether that mm. be like a split show, a group show, um solo shows, you know, like it's it's but it's more like finding space we'll put together probably a collective organization of some sort and be like okay, now like we can we can do our own work, that's fine, but I would prefer to like find folks that are having trouble like breaking yeah. in, in other places. That's I think that's probably like my mission as a curator. Like mm. um recently I, I curated a show at a college not too far from here, and it was for an artist named Jeremy Tarr. And this this dude was a like a trailer park Pittsburgh street rat who is an absolute fantastic sculptor and mm. like his work is about like kind of post human anthropocene but like it, it was just like the concept of the work was fantastic the the exhibition space in the school had never shown anything like this and like for some reason this this artist who was just great and i don't know if it was because he was another white dude or what but he was having trouble finding like finding a show finding an exhibition yeah. and i'm like i don't get it dude like this is great work.
0: It's great. Con- so like, so we did a what, show. What city New was, back. what city was the show in? It was in York, Pennsylvania, which, okay. which Maybe is like, is not that many spaces.
1: Um, no, no, no. I mean, he was, he's, he's up in upstate New York and he was oh, like, Oh, okay yeah he was I think
0: I think New York is pretty tough I mean you gotta when you when you think about LA and New York just the amount of real estate that's available for people to just like you know like uh, that that one of the things is LA is so decentralized so I mean no but I mean that that's a that's it's it's all I'm saying like it's almost easier for artist run scenes to spring up over here and the reason I asked you about the collective is just the financial aspect you know yeah much easier to just have a bunch of people chip in on a project like that you know yeah no yeah. like
1: mono we i, I came to mona vista a couple times when i was in la and i did like that model um mm. that was in 2019 i think kate finley oh, so we
0: were them. already at the bendix building yeah
1: and, and the bendix building was amazing and like and there are buildings like that in new york city like i heard you mention mm. that like i don't know if there's places like this in new york but like The problem is the places like this in Chelsea, like that are like the Bendix that are just like floors and floors of art. It's not like collective project spaces. It's not Tiger Strikes Asteroid. You know, I know there's a New York version or a Philly version, but like it's like like Hollis Taggart. It's like these really uppity, really nice galleries for painting where these paintings are going for 20K, 30K Mm -hmm. and like and it's like
0: mid-tier kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's not yeah. house earned worth, you know, but like, it's like, like their galleries that are there to, to smash and make money, you know? So it's, um,
0: have sex and make money. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. I mean, like, I mean, at the, at the upper tiers of art where everybody's alone in their studio. Right. Um, so like it's, um, I'm you're right. Like it, it is harder to find a show. Cause there's really like in, east in coast LA, is I,
0: tough too like east coast in general is just a little bit more, more 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 like what are the benefits of la like i'm just i I mean i'm just trying to like figure out why this guy's work wasn't doing is it doing good because you liked it so much but yeah like la dude the it's it's almost stupid easy by comparison to like anywhere i've been on the east coast to meet people like people people you know like it's almost like i mean i have close friends but honestly in the art world, I'm still, I'm, I'm just getting to the point where I'm like um I'm having a hard time, like uh separating the networking side from the social side. When I go out and hang out with my friends mm-hmm. that are also in the professional industry that I'm yeah. in and spend all my energy trying to like uh be a part of, you know, For sure. it's, it's For sure. tough. Like, like just it's, I mean, there comes a time where you network so much that like you, you are friends with people, but you're also, but it is professional. Like there's a professional element to it. You know, like, like there's things that I will talk to my art friends about that is art related about like beefs within the community arguments that I've had with people where I'm like, Hey, am I crazy to be upset about this? That kind of thing. But like personal, personal, like, Oh my God. She broke my heart. Like nobody's gonna hear that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know, for sure. You know? You're like yeah, my mom.
1: Like <laughs> you almost have to like almost have to live and breathe it, right? Like yeah, just yeah. every moment of every day when you're out there. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's different in New York. Like there's a professional side of thing, but everybody's like super cold.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, and that like everybody's super friendly, but like. Are we really friends? And you and a lot of times you find out that they fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I recently go. just found out that someone that I've known for five years fucking hates me. And I only know by the way that they spoke to me. And I'm like, oh my god, i i I thought we were friends. Thought you know? were cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not mad at them. I'm like, I like, it's one of those things where like, how can yeah. I be mad when you've been, when you've been upset at me? And I guess I've been the asshole this whole time. And I, yeah. thought we
1: were... <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: didn't realize it. I was like, damn, I'm really an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like I had no idea, oh, but, have, um,
1: you have the, uh, the illumination,
0: like years later and you're like oh yeah. man that sucks i mean yeah um, i mean i don't like i don't I, I i burning bridges is dumb to me at this point like there's just people i won't work with but like the idea of like i should never speak to you again is so crazy to me yeah you know, in my you, 40s yeah. in my 20s every day <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know like it's yeah no for, for sure like you can't yeah. you can't do that you can't talk shit like there's just no point
0: you just run so, out of, like, you do that in your 20s and you're like, shit, I don't have friends anymore. <laughs> and, yeah, then, yeah, and then you're yeah. like, okay, no more burning bridges, you know? Like,
1: and you're like, just, can someone give me a bridge? Can one person, like, allow me <laughs> to, like, come back in? Yeah, yeah. No, for I mean, sure. not that well, I've
0: burned so many bridges, but, like, you know, like, things yeah. happen when when everybody's a, dr- a druggie in, uh, in in Miami and stuff like that. Yeah, I know, yeah. like,
1: all, all of my regrets have, have to do with, like, me treating someone not understanding how I was treating them at the time yeah. and then thinking back and going like, oh no, you yeah. know, like no wonder that person doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, like, thanks for having me. I no, feel it's like,
0: been a uh, pleasure, man. Uh, I will definitely be in touch. Everything. Uh, I'm doing a new thing, by the way, that I don't know if you've seen, I have a, a second uh, Instagram account. So what you can do is just uh, post some of your work, like in a carousel setup, if you want, or if you oh, want man. to do a video, that's fine. And then just invite collaborator, and and then I'll put you up on the. Uh, that's my that's my low effort curatorial like oh, self serve cur- <laughs> self serve curatorial because I used to do that draw. it was such a nightmare to like be like hey can you send me seven images and then like yeah yeah just yeah. just just have people do it. Josh yeah. tried to do one, but he he tagged his other account at like or. He invited. You can only invite one collaborator, and right. uh, but but he did one. And I was like, "Damn, this looks good." I was like, "You you should keep documenting them like this." Uh, yeah. They're these little like uh, postcards that he that he makes. But like, I heard he him speak a- about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I've um, I've I believe I either follow him or I checked out his work. So I'm I'm having a lot of fun checking out everybody's work.
0: Yeah, so. that, I mean that's the one thing that I kind of miss about the old way that I used to do it is like I used to post people's work, but. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I don't always have people whose work speaks to me. Sometimes I just have people because they're artists. And then, and that's actually been helpful for me because sometimes I'll talk to someone and I'll be like, oh, I really like your work now, you know? Yeah. Because it's just like, I just, you know how it is. Like, I do. Yeah. Like, you have filters and you have preferences, but then you talk to someone and you're like, oh, I get it now. And then, yeah. like, you see it. Like, it's like, it's uh-huh. like when someone that's kind of just like, middling looking and then i mean you're married so you don't you would never you this doesn't happen to you anymore but someone <laughs> middling looking but then you get to know them and you're like damn you're hot you know?
1: <laughs> i like the analogy of um seeing the band live like you're not into the music then you see the band live and you're like i like this now you yeah. know so, no totally. totally that happened totally.
0: with me with fish but i never liked listening to them when they weren't live Fair. Fair. <laughs> i just liked listening to them live yeah.
1: The live show. Yeah, dude. Um, All right, man. All right, man.
0: Uh, Have a good rest of your day. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another artist, with another topic that may or may not be art related or may just be a bunch of curmudgeonly rantings about how the world has changed and we're (laughs) outdated old white men.
1: (laughs) Old old white man corner. All right, dude. Thanks a lot. I look forward to the episode. I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right,
0: peace.